Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome back to Finding Certainty, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this uh, cold Friday morning. It's uh, even here in Las Vegas where, where I am. It's a little chilly this time of year, but I was in Utah last week, and I'll tell you it's a lot warmer here than it is up there. So uh, Happy New Year again, and welcome. Uh, very pleased to have a new friend of mine, uh, Miss Charlotte Hart, as our guest today. She is a fashion stylist known as the closet whisperer which i love that i love that title charlotte but thanks for being with us this morning i really appreciate you taking the time oh thank you for having me and um yeah i agree with you it is a little chilly in vegas but it is beautiful though got clear blue skies again so that's nice it is i uh got out of an appointment yesterday and walked out and it was sunny it had just rained a little bit and i said it looked almost like oh. We were in Hawaii or somewhere with the mountains in the background and the palm trees. And, uh, you know, we're we're fairly recent transplants to Las Vegas. We actually live in Henderson, Nevada, but um, we were in San Diego prior to this, but moved here in March. And I wasn't sure if I would like the desert. You know, I'm a green person. I was in Oregon for several years. San Diego's nice, um, et cetera, et cetera. But we've really enjoyed it here and we find it to be really beautiful. Yeah. So now you've been here for a while um, and, and I want to get into your background and what brought you to Vegas. I know you split your time between uh, here in California or have and uh, mm -hmm. interested to hear your your backstory before we get into your business, which is the main reason you're here. Obviously, we're on Voice America business, but um, I always start out by sharing two main reasons why I've invited this specific guest. So first and foremost, our show is obviously called Finding Certainty. And when I was asked to do the show by Robert Cellino, he's the general manager of, of Voice America, he asked me, what would the focus of your show be? And I said that whoever we are, whether we're an individual, a business, a nonprofit, um, we need to be willing to evolve. We need to be willing to change and consider new relationships, new technologies, and new approaches to things. And um, secondly, we need to work together to get there. We need to look past our differences and focus on our similarities. And ultimately, that comes down to expanding our outlook, right? Considering new relationships, working, kind of linking our arms together to, to get more done. And the first reason I invited you here is you're a great example of that. You're a great example of partnering with others, with your clients, with your community, and helping them get to another level. And I love that. We're going to talk all about that today. So, And then secondly, I think you bring a level, because of what you do, you bring a level of certainty, of confidence, and of, of peace of mind to your clients that so many of them are looking for i mean it's a it's a really interesting topic today so thanks again for being here starting out, oh my pleasure absolutely right <laughs> uh starting out uh, we always start the show by going into a little bit of your background and, and having us tell you your story and we'll take a little break and then the next segment we get in more into your business 
uh, and then we'll wrap it up at the end with where, wherever we see it take us. But um, I know you're from Denmark uh, originally. You grew up in Denmark. But tell, tell us a little bit about your early years. How, how did you go from a young girl growing up in Denmark to living now in Las Vegas, doing what you do as a consummate uh, fashion stylist, helping your helping your clients really find uh, certainty and find confidence in their wardrobe and in their in their closet, as it were. Right? There's so many women out there who don't know where to start, and um, you bring them some mentorship, and you bring them some some uh, support and some some guidance and you've built a very successful business out of that. So let's start about, let's start in your earlier years. You were born and raised in Denmark. Tell us a little bit about your family maybe and then how you, how you grew into the uh, consultant that you are today. Okay. I always try to make it short, sharp and sweet, uh, but there's so much, there's so many layers to it. Um, so yes, I grew up in Denmark and um, I think now that I've been doing what I do now for, this is my 17th year. And a couple of years ago, I thought back to what is it that drew me to do what I do and why do I love it so much? And so now I'm going to take you back to Denmark. And I think it was um, watching my mom, you know, when, when I was a young, so I have a sister as well. And watching my mom get ready to go out to dinner or dancing, whatever they were doing, her and my dad. Um, I remember sitting on that bathroom floor, watching her put makeup on, she did her nails, she got dressed, and she actually made all her own clothes. So we were, we were, um, we were sort of middle average Danish family type of thing. And uh, so if she wanted new clothes, she made them. And she was so good at it. She had a lot of attention to detail. And just watching her transform or transform from mom to this, I, I keep thinking of her as a goddess. You know, she was just like this fabulous creature. And my dad would always be like, whoa, you know, where did you come from? <laughs> and so now that I do what I do, I think there's some of that element in there from when I grew up and watching my mom. And when I see women, um, if I if I suggest try this or try that, and I see them look in the mirror and they sort of go, whoa, I'm looking good today. That's that's my joy, you know. So right. uh, maybe I was always going to end up being a stylist, um, but that's not my training. So I left Denmark in my early twenties, and oh, and in between, my sister and I, we got into ballroom dancing. My parents put us into ballroom dancing, and my mom would. If you've ever watched ballroom dancing, you know the big gowns. Right. My mom made those for us. Wow. So she was just she was like such attention to detail and meticulous and which I think I've inherited anyway. So well, let me, in my let me, early 20s, oh, let me interject ahead. real quick before you go on, because you touched on two or three things that I think are interesting. My, I grew up with a, a very similar mother. She was a great seamstress. She made a lot of her own clothes, even some of our clothes growing up. Mm -hmm. And she went on and started a company with her business partner, that was a fashion consultant, very similar, similar but different. I think uh, they they would consult um, executives, like business executives, on how to make a good impression on a job interview and what colors to wear. They did color analysis and other things yeah. like that. And they ended up franchising it. It grew into a very large company. 
So I think it's it's interesting just that similarity. I want to interject that my mom's probably listening. Hi, mom. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, but I think, you know, we grow up with these, uh, obviously, these influences from our families, and you most certainly did, it sounds like. And, and the fact that she did ballroom dance dresses, those, those aren't just simple sweaters or shirts or something. Those are complex. Right. I mean, the detail, yeah. The, yeah. the layers, the uh, just everything, right? And um, But I think we also grow up with cultural influences, and the fact that you're a Dane there's been just these classic stand the test uh, of time designs that have come out of Denmark. I mean, Bang and Olufsen yeah. and George Jensen and oh you know, amazing yes. furniture designers like, like um, Paul Henningsen. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Right. And, yeah. and, um, and so I'm sure that influenced you as well, because from what I can tell, just from what I've gotten to know you looking at, you know, your website and just, uh, and the, what I hear about you, right, is it's very stylish, it's very simple, but classic, right? That's that's the style that you introduce to your, many of your clients. And it sounds like you got it from home, but you also probably got it from Denmark, and you got it from from what you you know what you've learned over the over the years. I mean, seventeen years—that's nothing to shake a stick at in business these days. Right. So, so sorry yeah. to interrupt, but go ahead. Oh, it's, it's your twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a ballroom dancer. Uh, my, wife and I, my wife and I dance. We we enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so going back to that, I left Denmark in my early 20s. I moved to London. I sort of wanted to get out of Denmark um, back then. It was a little bit small. It's bigger now, of course. I mean, bigger population and, and bigger worldview as well. Right. And I moved to London and I was in London for 14 years. I got into finance. I wanted to go the MBA route, but I got really caught up in, I thought the whole Wall Street was just fascinating. So um, I studied there in evening school while I had my job and I got my degree and then got into um, the city in London, worked there for a number of years, met this boy who was from Philly. He was working there too. And you know, the rest is sort of history. We got married. And uh, we had our first kid in London in the year 2000. And I was ready to get out of finance at that time. And, um, and he said one day, he goes, how about going back to the States? And I thought, okay, let's do that. And so we moved to Sonoma in California. And then we had our second child. And by 2005, I was sort of, I was like, okay, I got to get back to work. And so this is how we're in Denmark. Certainly when I grew up, there was no such thing that one parent didn't work. We we both worked. The kids would go to daycare. We both had jobs. You know, you pick them up, you take the bicycle and pick them up and ride home and this. And it's just sort of, it's a different culture than here. Right. So I was never, excuse me, I was never thinking that I would be a stay-at-home mom. And it was just always my thought that I would go back to work. So in 05, um, I was introduced to this clothing line that I now represent, and I thought, oh, this would be a great way to go back to work, because I didn't want to go into finance again. Um, I'd have to work New York hours, go into San Francisco. My niche field didn't even exist there. So I hmm. just said, no, thanks. I'm not even going to try. And I thought, well, this could be a fun thing to do while I figure out what I want to do. So I started in 2006, and um, again, with my Danish thinking, I am 
I think I'm a, quite an independent woman. And my thought was always, I have to be able to provide for myself. If something happens, if my husband all of a sudden couldn't drive to work anymore, we, I had to have an income so I could support the family. And so I basically slowly started building this fashion business. Um, and um, it just it just took off. It, I think what you were touching on before with um, I'm sort of a no fuss person. I don't try and make anything or any. Sorry, I don't try and make people buy from me. I just say. This is what I think. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, classic, and then you're always going to be in style. You're always going to look good and feel great. And that's my thing. And women seem to like that. So here I am 17 years later. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, um, I love those two words, simple and classic. You know, they're so simple, yeah. right? I mean, but there's such yeah. there's a lot of depth there. My mom used to refer to her favorite style as classic rusticity <laughs> and and i always okay, remember right. <laughs> that phrase but but so much of what she did with her clients was just very simple it was removing the layers removing the 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 the, the mess I mean, we were talking before the show about how um so often there are too many choices in our closet you know on the menu you were talking about a restaurant i won't mention the name but they have a such a large menu that you, you can't even get through it all, right? Where right. you compare that to going yeah. to a small boutique restaurant with five appetizers and 10 entrees, it's easy to choose. And you don't feel yeah. so stressed while you're doing it, right? <laughs> so it's it's a, yeah. a, a really, um, it's just a really interesting insight that, that absolutely applies to what you do. I, I think it applies to a lot of what we do in business and in our lives and so forth. So, yeah. so you have, uh, is it two children, three children now or? How many? We have two. We have two. Yeah. And two. Uh, what are they doing in their lives, if, if you don't mind me asking? Well, when we left Sonoma, I don't mind at all. When we left Sonoma, one was already in college and one was taking a gap year. And um, it was sort of, we, we sort of left because of COVID and the fires were mm. closer and closer yeah. to us all the time. And my husband has family here in Vegas. So it was just a natural choice for us. And um, so one is finishing college and the other one is about to, she's probably going to go into college um, in the fall. So That's she's just great. trying to figure out what she wants to do and taking a little bit of time to figure it out. Yeah. Well, they've got time. I was talking to my son. Exactly. Yeah. 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 My, I have, five, I have five children, three boys, two girls. Um, I married a widow with three kids and we have two Two boys together but i was talking to my 19 year old who's in college and i said so have you decided what you want to do with your with your life and because he's majoring in business and something you know marketing and and i said he said that's future anderson problems dad <laughs> <laughs> and i said okay well i hope it's not too future but we uh, but it's fun watching them grow up and and see and, and figure out who they are, right? I changed my major several times in college. I didn't go in with a clear idea of who I wanted to be, and and that's okay. They've got time. Yeah. But so, and your husband? What's your husband's name? Don. Don. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and so I because I, I, I've I've heard you talk about Sonoma and San San Francisco Bay, and then also Las Vegas. And so, do you still do business in Sonoma? Do you go back? You have clients I back do. there, or are you mostly here in Vegas yeah. now? 
No, I do, uh, which is actually a beautiful thing. I just I hop in my car, I I take the collection with me, and I spend maybe ten days every other month in in the Bay Area, and I see clients there, and they stay happy, and I stay happy. And it's 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 a very for me, it's a very relationship-based business, which I absolutely love. It's what drives my life, I think. And it's sort of like seeing an old girlfriend when I go to see them. Sometimes we go out for dinner, and, and right. it's just um, it's just really delightful. Well, it's a uh, it, it's one of the great things about having a business that's that's versatile and it's mobile, like yours is, where you can do it really from anywhere. You can do it in person, do it virtually, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I, I, I'm sure being able to go back and visit clients, it's basically a trip to go visit friends. And what a nice place exactly. to go. I mean, <laughs> Sonoma's beautiful, right? <laughs> You're not going to Pocatello, yeah, exactly. Idaho every to every other month or something like that, right? You're going to one of the prettiest yeah. places on earth, I think. So True. that's neat. So we're uh, we're coming up on our first break. As I was explaining, we always talk a little bit about you and your background. And um and then we'll come back and get into your business and specifically how it works, because it's really interesting to me. I mean, you're the first fashion stylist I've had on our show and uh, might sound a little bit different than so, some of our other guests, but um, you're a business owner and you have a successful business. I mean, a very small percentage of businesses get past five years, let alone 10 years. And you've right. been going for 17 years strong. Which, by the way, 17 is my favorite number. I was married on oh. St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. So, Oh, excellent. <laughs> um, I figured, you know, my name's Patrick. I needed all the help I can get. To, and that way I'd never forget yeah. the anniversary. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're visiting with Charlotte Hart. Uh, Charlotte Hart for Fashion is her website if you want to check it out. But don't go away for too long because we'll be right back after the break and continue the story of how she's helping her clients across the country to uh, find more certainty in their closets and in their lives. And uh, very interested to hear more of the story. So thank you, Charlotte. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Voice America Business Network. 
the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. We're visiting with Charlotte Hart. Both of us are here in the Las Vegas metro area. I'm on the east side. She's on the west side, kind of like the Bloods and the Crips here, right? We're east side, west side. Uh, only joking, but um, we're visiting with Charlotte about her business as a fashion stylist. And her. if you were here for the first segment, you heard that she grew up in Denmark, eventually went to London, then Sonoma, California, and now you're here in Vegas. And uh, thanks for being here, Charlotte. I really appreciate it. Oh, me too. Thanks for having me. So we have a good time on the show, and I've had a lot of different types of guests from all walks of life, from uh, most of them business-related, a few nonprofits and so forth. But uh, the theme of the show, obviously, is creating more certainty in the lives of those we serve. And you most definitely do that. Um, Maybe we can just uh, jump into your explanation rather than me trying to to say what you do and how you do it. Why don't you go ahead and, and explain what it is that Charlotte Hart for Fashion does? What is it that you, um, what is it that you do? And let's break down a little bit about how you do it. Okay, I think what I do. So I wrap a clothing collection. Um, I think that is my vehicle to really do what I do, which is helping women just make it easy to find the clothes they need to flatter their bodies and work for their lifestyles. So for some, that could be that could be a business lifestyle. Some women are not in business. Um, some are maybe stay-at-home moms that are not loving their closet anymore. Maybe they changed after having kids. And, and it's really just, I think it's such a shame to wear clothes that we don't feel good in. If we put something on and, and just look in the mirror and think, oh, oh, all right, then it's just what I have. I think I don't I don't think we any person should do that. And it's not that it has to cost a lot of money to go out and find clothes that we feel good in wearing, but I really think it helps us so much in our day if we look in the mirror when we get dressed in the morning and go, hey, I'm looking good today. I I got this. The world is my oyster today. It just right. elevates the day. It helps us in no matter what we're doing. It gives us that level of confidence that I feel we don't have if we wear something slumpy, for example, or we don't feel good in. Um, so, so I feel strongly that that's what I do. I help women feel great in what they wear. It's that simple. Well, and oftentimes, if I'm not mistaken, you start by creating space, right? You clear out their closet or help them organize what they have. And oftentimes get rid of some of what they have to create space for the new. Um, I heard a uh, speaker once, I forget the name, but years ago who talked about how when you create space, some really extraordinary things start to happen. It's like you attract more good into your life. What you're looking for 
it just it shows up and it's and it starts to fill in those gaps but if you're so crowded and and so um overwhelmed by the quantity it's hard to fill in some quality isn't that true yeah that's that's very true and it's oops excuse me um it really is decluttering life in a way if you clean up, I mean, there's theories um, about also even cleaning up your kitchen makes you feel better because, you know, you don't have to deal with that. So so cleaning up, whether it's in your head or in your closet, whatever part of life is, it, that will always create some level of space. And um, I think so I do have a lot of clients where I help them with the closet. Maybe that's where we start. They don't come to me for the collection that I represent, but they come to me for okay, I'm not loving what I have in my closet. I don't like getting dressed every day. I feel this, this, and this, and not great. You know, whatever terms they use and not great. And then, um, so so one thing is if we clean out their closet, they will often have me, I, I just, I simply do whatever the client wants me to do, whether it's tell her exactly what she should not have in there or tell her, um, gently you should pack this away save this for another time or or i just go in and i just take out what i think shouldn't be there without her advice or her input even it just depends on what they want me to do and i'm happy to do all of it and even let's say i have one client for example where i think we cleaned out 80 percent of her closet and she was so happy because she had all these pieces in there that she wasn't wearing, but she couldn't quite bear to get rid of them. And with with me in there, she's like, okay, now I have to be harder on myself. I have to let some things go. Right. And we cleaned out 80%. And she goes, oh my God, I have nothing left. And then we started making outfits of what she had left. And all of a sudden she actually felt she had a much bigger wardrobe than before because she could see what she had and she could take that pair of pants with that top and this jacket and then she could add the other two tops into that jacket and just create different outfits all the time for me that's wardrobing it's not necessarily that we weeded out 80 percent of what was in there and then now we're going to fill it up again with something else that doesn't happen or that doesn't have to happen it's really for me again taking it back to denmark being clean and simple and classic we can pare it down so you have what you need for whatever life you live, whether it's a casual, retired, your high-flying executive, and then you can start interspersing that fun piece. You know, but if you have just the basics, then go shopping with your girlfriends and get that cute little top or that cute little jacket to just accent what you have already. Right. Well, it's the perennial example of less is more. Right. You know, it really is in many cases, although for many, I, I only work with women. I, I'm not sure I explained that earlier, but for many women, that just feels weird. <laughs> it's like, how can right. you tell me I shouldn't have all that much, you know, all these choices of clothing. But then we go back to that menu at the restaurant where it's a lot easier to figure out if the menu is a little bit simple. Well, isn't and it true? Works. Isn't it true that... Um, most of us, we look at our closet and we're wearing the same 20% over and over. There's, there's yep. you know, a hundred items, but there's only 20 of them that we actually wear consistently. 
and we have to we have to weed through the other 80% to find those 20 it's hard to think of combinations and outfits and so forth because there's so much quantity it's overwhelming and and i think the really good mixes if they exist get lost in the mix um you know i'm a big believer i'm a i'm a very big believer big proponent on this show of hiring professionals to do what professionals do um i was a member of and in an unbiased professionals in in a very real sense who they're not so close to it right I, I was a i was a member of a group called vistage for a long time and it's a group of ceos that get together once a month to analyze their business and what's great about that is you have a room of people who care about your success but they're not too close to it right they're not yeah. they're not enmeshed <laughs> they're not biased they're not they're not it's not emotional for them uh, and fortunately when you're talking with a family member or a partner or something so so often you're too close to it and in your closet that's most definitely the case right so it's i think i see so much value in bringing in an outside opinion an expert opinion like yourself who can give them honest feedback you do so lovingly it's supportive it's not critical or anything like that but it's but it's um it's expert unbiased unemotional input yeah would you would you agree absolutely and also when i do work with women whether whether it's in their closet or whether they don't want my help with that part um they just want my help with finding the right clothes for them Mm -hmm. I always think about what sits in the back of my mind is, um, I don't know if you're familiar with John Maxwell. Sure. Uh, also, yeah. And uh, I've read a number of his books and I, I think he's spot on with so much life aspect or so many life aspects. And what he talks about, and now I'm, I'm thinking probably specifically business women, um, whether they own their own business, they're high-flying, not high-flying, it doesn't really matter. But what we wear needs to portray an image that invites others to connect with us. It's a great comment. And uh, Yeah, and, but I think, I think a lot of people go through, um, they don't have time to, to think about this and have, a few pieces perhaps that make sense for them. So when they go out, they represent themselves well. And um, I'll wait for you there so you can hear. Um, so for example, one of his talks uh, centers around when you get dressed, if you're dressed for business, whether let's say you're, you're going into the office today, you're whether you're seeking a promotion, you're talking to a client, you're trying to get new business, you go out and network to meet people, what you wear needs to instill in the people you're talking to that they can trust you, that you're professional, you know what you're talking about, that you have their best interest at heart, and that you can help them. So when I go out for business or to meet women, um, if I go networking, for example, I'm always thinking about what am I wearing? Do I represent that I'm actually a stylist? So I cannot, like today, I don't know if you can see this on the screen, but I wore a couple of different patterns just to show something different and that you actually can make stripes with a different pattern. And right. that's what I do. I dress so people take notice of me. And when I say I'm a stylist, they actually believe that I'm a stylist. 
If I came in in a pair of leggings and a little sweatshirt and I'm just feeling comfortable today, they're they're not going to associate me with being good at what I do. Well, it's in, it's interesting you mentioned that because you and I met at a networking event. We were at Cindy mm-hmm. Brooklyn's uh, Speakeasy. Evening, yeah. And she was actually my guest on the show last week. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, right. but, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm keeping it local this month, I guess. Vegas, <laughs> but um, yeah. But you stood out to me because I was so impressed with your style. I mean, you're you're obviously a very uh, articulate person and very gregarious, but but not over the top. You're 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 kind of laid back and and uh, can I say soft spoken a little bit? You're, you're not yeah. the irritating person in the group. <laughs> but you but but it was your style. It was more than just how you're dressed. But it was your dress. It was your style. It was your demeanor. I can see why clients really respond well to that and and resonate with that. Uh, And I think that's something a lot of people want to do. They want to come into a room and make a good first impression. They want to come across as professional and confident. And uh, if you're helping your clients do that, that's that's really important. Now, um, I have another question for you, though. You you talked about um, how if, if you are able to reduce the wardrobe what and you know whether you're helping them in their closet or not some people want that some people don't i know that's just one of the services you provide but i i love your example and i saw this on your website where you talk about you compare it to a pantry in a kitchen where you have just a few staples if you have staples even if guests show up unexpectedly and you have to throw together a meal in five minutes you can do that right And it shouldn't take an hour to pick out what you're going to wear. You should be able to do that in in just a minute or two. So, so let's talk about how you do that. How do you help your clients specifically simplify? You know, how do they get closer to that simple classic closet, that simple classic wardrobe that is so empowering and so in, in, invigorating? I'm sure. Um, you know, what's your strategy? So um, I'm thinking maybe you mean two things. One is how do I work with them in the closet? And one, how do I work with them on finding new pieces if they want to shop for new pieces? Right. In the the closet, I I always, I go with them. um, Let's say you have 10 pairs of black pants. Realistically, you're not wearing more than three of them, maybe four. The ones you're not wearing... Let's just put them to the side. We can deal with them later, but let's put them to the side and then hang those four pairs of pants in there. Then we do the same with your navy. Whatever whatever you have. I have clients that tell me they have 50 pairs of jeans. I'm like, what do you do with 50 pairs of jeans? I don't understand that. (laughs) I mean, and I wouldn't wear the first 47 that I bought. So just get them out of the closet and have an overview of what you actually have in there. So that's the first part. Right. I go then I go through with them and I say I've actually had women come up to me in networking groups and say oh my god I did that and you're so right when you look at your pieces let's say it's pants sweaters jackets or something you go in you go oh I would wear that I should wear that I could wear that it means you don't it just means you don't you're not picking them up and they're part of that 80 percent that you don't wear so remember, you were talking about the 80-20 rule. Right. Um, I think that's huge in your closet because you're so right. You really are right about that. So that's that's how 
I start paring it down to be simple. Just take out what you really realistically don't wear. And um, again, if it's with women that uh, I work with with the collection, then I start with what is your biggest need? Maybe it's jackets, pants, or tops. We find a couple of things that they like there, and then we build around that. Um, as a very quick example, and I can go into this in more details, but if you have two pairs of pants, three tops, and two jackets, or maybe a jacket and a sweater that all work together with prints, patterns, colors, you can make 18 outfits. Well, I, if you I, add I love one that. more of each, it gets up to 48 outfits, which is wow. crazy. So that means you really only need 10 pieces in your closet, <laughs> which I don't tell them, of course. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I do, but it's a bit of a joke. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I love the fact that um, it doesn't take a lot to create all of these different combinations. Right. Yes. I, I saw a video on your website late last night. I was checking it out. It was cute. You were you had music going and you were you were kind of doing this little dance and you showed a scarf <laughs> that you wore about in about eight different ways, around your neck, over your shoulders, sideways, left. It was it was such a great example of exactly what we're talking about, right? There's so many different adaptations. We are up against our next break, but I want to come back and, and talk a little bit about how you not only do you create these unique, these uh, various co uh, combinations of, of outfits and, and approaches and blends and so forth, but but you also very it's very personalized. It's not a cookie cutter approach. It's not one size fits all. You look at your client's style preferences. You look at their comfort levels, their size, their fit, their and what they do. You know, are they just are they a stay at home yeah. mom? Or are they an executive? Um, what is important to them? You know, there's so much personalization that goes into what you do. So uh, we'll be right back, everyone. We're listening and visiting with Charlotte Hart. Enjoying the conversation very much, Charlotte. But uh, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and wrap it up and talk about how people can work with you, the various approaches, virtual, in-person, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we'll go from there. So thanks, everybody. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back, everyone. We appreciate you spending your Friday morning with us or Friday afternoon, depending on where where you are. Uh, We're visiting with a new friend of mine, Charlotte Hart, hails from Denmark by way of London, Sonoma, California, and now she's a neighbor here in Las Vegas Metro. And you said you you live in Summerlin, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, So we've talked a little bit about how Charlotte helps her clients to clear out their closet at times. She helps them consider their, their fashion options and their wardrobe and how to simplify it, how to make it more simple and more classic. I think it's important to to mention that your services are available in person. If they're either here in Las Vegas or in Sonoma and San Francisco Bay area, you kind of switch off between those two every month or so. But mm-hmm. more importantly, perhaps, is you can do what you do virtually. In fact, the uh, the product line that you represent um, has a virtual, it's called a front row platform, right? Which means um, it's almost like watching a fashion show and uh, experiencing the, the different options and being able to kind of get a sense of, of, of them. They can order them. I know there's a 30-day return policy if something doesn't fit or just isn't a good if they just don't like it, right? But talk a little bit about that because today, in today's world, obviously, especially since COVID happened, virtual is in the future. I mean, you can do this anywhere in the world, uh, I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, yes, you are You are correct in that I work uh, in person and virtually. I actually, I travel back to California um, probably every six weeks, really. And I also uh, travel to Boise, the Boise area. I do business there as well. And we lived for a couple of years in Philadelphia um, with my family. And so I have a clientele in Philadelphia as well. So I go to those places in person as well every season, uh, which means twice a year. And then virtually I can, I mean, I consume with your cousin, in her closet and she can try things on or she can go, should I keep this? No. Yes. No, maybe. And it's, it's so easy for me. And um, if I can toot my own horn just for a second, sure. it's, I just have an eye for seeing, just meeting people. I don't even have to try things on them and knowing what will work for them what kind of style and it's it's probably my 17 years in this business um so it's really easy for me to work virtually as well and somebody says okay this is how i like to dress this is my life and how can you help me and i will just start by showing her pieces that i think would be interesting for her for a variety of reasons um one of my big things as well, that I, now I know I'm going outside um, what you just asked me, but one of my big things is to for, for women 
not to buy pieces that they don't know what to do with. They may love that green sweater or that yellow skirt, but if they don't have anything to wear with it, it's going to sit in their closet. And it's just not a smart choice then. Right. Um, so, so that's easy for me to, to guide women virtually as well and, and basically work with them and say, well, what does your closet look like? What do you need? How do you like to dress? And are these kind of things a good choice for you? Yes or no? And then we just process of elimination in some ways. Well, you with, have – sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say with basically with what I'm showing them from the collection. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that you're you're so flexible. If they're here in town, they can come to your studio and actually try things on and see different actual examples, or they can order them and get them in, in their exact size. Uh, you will take uh, really a kind of a mobile presentation with samples and a full-length mirror and so forth. You'll take it right to someone's home. You'll come into their business. You do it mm-hmm. virtually, as we said, so you can do it with anyone in Canada or back east or whatever the case might be. So that's that's really good. I, I would assume if it hasn't happened already, there are high-end clients who may even fly you in and have you come and give them a personal session. Obviously, that would cost more, but um, <laughs> but you know that's the uh, that's the dream. Now, what in, one of the things that intrigued me though is it's you don't have to be wealthy to participate in this type of service. At, at first blush, you think, well, this is only something the, the rich and famous do, but that's not the case. I mean, I would yeah. venture to say the majority of your clients or a large percentage of your clients are just middle income. They're regular regular folks. Is that, is that, is that a, a safe statement? It's a very safe statement. And I was actually, I was thinking about this because I know you, you can see a Chanel thing, a little Chanel box behind me. And it's just my style guru. It's because Chanel for me, it is just uh it's not that that's what I represent at all. It's just that's classic style. It will never go out of style. Right. Now you may tire of it, and that and that's what I do. Is we all want new stuff, particularly us women. We want new clothes every so often. But if we stock our closet with classic things. That like the Bang and Olufsen you were talking about, that's never going to go. I'm, that's just never going to go out of style. Um, then we can then we have a smart wardrobe or a smart closet. And I know you you touched upon a couple of things before with, um, you know, you were talking about the pantry, and I have my little thing of I I firmly believe if you have these few staples in your closet, your partner can call you when he or she is at the gate and say. Oh my God, the boss is coming for dinner. We'll be there in two minutes. And you can run into your closet and put something on and you know you represent well. That's right. that's my goal with, with closets, really. Um, so now I lost my train of thought because I had so much to tell it's in this okay. area. But <laughs> well, you know, you you talked about how much you love their smile. When they leave a session with you, they don't feel sold to, they don't feel ill-advised. Um, you're always honest with them. And and you create these friendships with your clients. And so they come back season after season to continue yeah. building their wardrobes. It doesn't have to happen overnight. They don't have to drop thousands of dollars to completely redo their wardrobe. They might start with two or three items. And then and you show them how to start building what they have around those two or three new additions. And, and then they find that they like it and they work. 
And I know you're always a text or a phone call away. People can call you with questions. They have, uh, they have that, you know, just having an expert who is on speed dial, who is a phone call away, you know, start budgeting those things in and start building that wardrobe. Some people do it faster, I know, but I, I would say a large percentage do it over time. Right. And that's how any business has grown. I mean, you, you've been in business 17 years. Uh, we were talking about this before about how it's a constant process of of reassessment and and trying things out and saying, is it working? Is it not working? I, I mean, with your goal of empowering women and helping them feel confident and feel comfortable, I know how re rewarding it is to you. We see the same thing with our small businesses. We're helping them feel confident and feel comfortable and feel like they have options. You know, they're, we always say we help our clients make more, save more, and give more. And when they're doing those three things really well, they have certainty in their lives and they, and they just have more, more quality of life. And I think you do the exact same thing with your, your customers as you help them find ways to flatter their bodies and, Look and yeah. feel great, right? Yeah. So um, anything else you want to add? We're coming up toward the end of the show. It's always amazing to me how fast it flies by, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything we've um, missed or anything you'd like to, to add in before we wrap it up here? I think one thing, you said something a second ago that made me think about um, one particular client I have and you know, often I only see my clients every six months. Some of them I see every month or they pop in and go, oh, I want to take a look at that. I want to try this. And um, what one client said to me that, that comes to my studio, she said, I love my closet now. So she's been a client for a year. I love my closet now because I've done the 80-20 rule. And when I go in there, you've shown me little style tips. Tuck it a little bit here. Roll the sleeves this way. Wear a necklace that fits you like this um, to flatter your body, look modern of the moment. And she goes, I can do that with anything in my closet now. So, and I, I love that. It's sort of like seeing the baby fly or, you know, the little bird fly. It's everything. <laughs> right. And it was just, it was so nice to hear. It was just so heartwarming that that's how she feels. So she walks out the door and I'm going, I look good. I feel great. I can do this. So right. like you're saying, that certainty, this is now, she's got that area of her life covered. So she doesn't have to think about how do I look today? Is this, is this right? Or is this appropriate or something? She's just, she has it. Well, isn't it interesting how when we get, when we nail one area of our life, it's that much less time and effort and energy we have to put into to that area. We can then dedicate yeah more time and effort and energy into other areas. And so I think the wardrobe is such a core area for women and for men. I mean, that's one of the questions I have. Is there anyone out there that you recommend <laughs> that does what you do for men? <laughs> but uh, come back to that. I'll come back to that question. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. You have an answer. But, um, but I just think there's so much empowerment that comes out of of nailing one area, you know, if your if your finances are in order, everything else goes better. If your wardrobe is in order, everything yeah. else goes better. If your relationship is in order, I'm, I feel blessed. There's areas in my life I'm working on and trying to improve, but I feel like my marriage is really strong, and because of that, yeah. everything else goes better. You yeah. know, and so it's such a true principle. But uh, 
So to my question before we wrap up, is there a, a service that you can recommend uh, an expert out there that does the same thing for men? Are we, are we still searching for that? You know, I was introduced to a company called Jay Hilburn many years ago mm-hmm. that actually will come and tailor. They will come and measure you and tailor your shirt, your jackets, your pants. Do you get it exactly right? I think that's a brilliant idea for men. Interesting. Jay I have not heard on a, of a line or a collection like what I represent. I have not heard about that for men. but And I'm not sure if Jay Hilburn still exists. I have not looked it up lately. Well, um, as I've looked at your quotes on your website, you know, you see these words that jump out. You know, relaxing, fun, constructive. Uh, smart and professional, beautiful, comfortable, professional. I keep hearing these recurring themes that from your clients, this is them saying it, not you. Um, highly recommend everyone you you go and visit Charlotte's website. Uh, there's some great blog posts. I mean, six tips to flatter your figure, uh, easy tips to look and feel fantastic. Uh, six basics for your closet. I saw that one. I thought, wow, that's really good. And there's some really great ideas in there. but. Reach out to Charlotte. How's the? What's the best way for someone to get a hold of you? Um, uh, feel free to email me or text or call me on my phone, and uh, I'll give you my phone number. It's 707-337-7830. And my email is charlotte at charlotteheartforfashion.com. And that is your website as well, right? Charlotte Hart. That's my website fashion. as well, yeah. And it's Hart, H-A-R-T. Right. That. And she's all over Pinterest and Instagram and so forth and so on. So, <laughs> yeah. um, You should be able to find me. You know? I'm and always happy to help. Do you, do you um, we're out of time, but just in closing, do you do a, an initial consultation? I know you... You have an hourly wage that you charge. There's a four-hour limit, but if they invest in at least $500 worth of product, then the consultation fee goes away. Is that right? Um, yeah, I actually don't charge for my style consultation. Only the closet cleanup is what I charge for. Okay, okay. And that's the four-hour minimum for the closet, but the styling I don't charge for. Gotcha. Well, uh, Charlotte, thanks for being on the show. We've been we've been visiting with Charlotte Hart. We really appreciate your insights. A different, little bit different topic for us this week, but I think there's a lot of women out there listening and men too who think, "Wow, I need somebody like you in my life." <laughs> All right. Well, this has been such a pleasure to talk to you, Patrick, and also hear a little bit about um, your certainty. And um, really, really, I appreciate the invitation to join you today. Uh, it's our pleasure. Happy New Year, everyone. I thought this would be a nice gift for you as you kick off the new year, create your resolutions and try to take your life to the next level. So uh, thanks again, Charlotte. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Come back next week. We've always got another guest coming up who can help create more certainty in your lo- in your life and in your business. We look forward to seeing you. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.